Thank you, choir. We have a couple of announcements from back here this morning. Good morning. Good morning. In the bulletin, I guess I put it, but I didn't realize I had when I left. Um, the St. John's Lutheran Church at Bridgewater, and Bridgewater is halfway between Manchester and Celine on Austin Road. They're putting together an ARC encounter bus trip. The bus is already half full. And as somebody that's been there three different times, and I have learned a lot and saw a lot of different things with every trip, it is well worth it to go and see it and spend the day. Um, I'll post this flyer that they sent on the window out there so that you guys can look at it and there's a number to call to let them know if you want to go or whatever. Um, the other thing I have this morning is um, Grace United Methodist Church, this will be out there in that window too, is having a Valentine's Bake Sale Saturday, February 11th. There'll be cookies, cake pops, truffles, cupcakes, and more. And it's right on M50 as you go into Britain. So they're looking to have a real successful bake sale. And we're just spreading the word so we can help all our friendly neighborhood Methodist church. So if you put it in your calendar, go get your treats. I want to say something. Um, Sheila and Jim, Jim is going to Toledo today to get some other testing done. So they're still waiting to get discharged and go over there. For those of you who don't know, Jim had a stroke on Friday. And so he's been in the hospital and now they're transferring him from here to Toledo. All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, this is just a reminder. Uh, we're going to be having on uh, March 4th a casual dinner music event. This is not a fundraiser. We're not going to have the Swiss steak dinner. This is just uh, open for a lovely evening of music, uh, sit-down dinner being served, and fellowship. I do have tickets if you are interested. Um, also, um, I wanted to, I'm sorry, I wanted to let you know that around the church are, um, are, I've made up squares of all our events that we have planned as of now for the whole year. So if you want to mark your calendar for what we're having as far as events, please grab one of these. And the last thing is, I know we've been talking about our outreach and the sheets of papers that are in the gym. And basically what's happening this year is we want to reach out to our community and involve people into our church. And so even if it's just a little thing, if you see something that's your niche that you'd like to do, whether it's working with children or helping with worship or anything, please feel free to write your name next to some of the uh, subjects that we have up there. And we're not asking for you to take charge unless you would like to do that, but uh, we, we would like involvement if you would please take a look at those very seriously so we can know that we are going to be moving forward with this. Thank you. Real quick, one more. Uh, most of you might have noticed the TV was running out here in the narthex. 
that has a video on it of all the announcements and things that are going on in the church. And so it just kind of flips from screen to screen, but it'll be running. So if you can check that or you can watch it as you come in, um, everything out there should be in your bulletin. <laughs> but sometimes we miss a few things. So um, just keeping you, and you know, we, we um, Dottie put all the work together to put it on, um, to put it together and put it on the TV so that it was, it's, it's like a running circle or whatever, but so. Okay, I have a couple of cards here that we've received. It's, this one says, hello to my church friends and happy new year. Enclosed is my check for January. I am doing good. The foot continues to heal. Love, Pat. And this one is from Ruth Wolf. Pastor, praise the Lord for a good year in serving the Lord and how he has blessed you and the people of the church. What a blessing the Lord has been working in the church. The people that come in my prayers go to, on, oh, wait a minute, and the people that come in. My prayers go on my prayer list every day. I do prayer for the sick ones that I know the Lord is so good to all with me too. Hope the new year will start out better than the past year. Praise the Lord, he is so good who trusts in him with love, Ruth Wolf. And I don't think I have any other announcements that I have to make. So if you'll stand and, and join me in the call to worship. Who are we? We are people trying to be faithful. Why are we here? The love of Christ has gathered us together. Let us rejoice and be glad. And the first hymn this morning is number 77, How Great Thou Art.
please join me in a celebration of peace. Please join and greet each other with the fellowship of Jesus. The pastoral prayer. Quite literally, let us pray for Jesus and God to be with us in all of our endeavors. As it states in the call to worship, who are we? Help us to know who we are. Help us to know who we want to be. Please guide us in all of our days, not only in our personal relationships, but with our family, friends, co-workers, our church family. Help us to always remember. Help us to always ask for your guidance. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I ask for a moment of silence. Please pray for all those silent prayers. Please hear our prayer. Will you please join me in our prayer for, ch for our church? <clears throat> Blessed Jesus, hear us as we pray for our church. May our church be both a people and a place where girls and boys find Jesus as their friend and their guide. Young people get the awesome vision of God's will, that they know its power and blessedness. Those in midlife find renewal and experience release from the stress and burdens of the world. Those of many years find strength and comfort in the length of life. The sorrowing discover help and the weary find rest. 
The doubting find assurance, and the tempted learn their way of escape. The lonely find a friend, and the sinner finds forgiveness. Amen. Please join me in the glory.
And if the children will please join me. Well, good morning. How, how is everybody today? Sleepy? I don't blame you. It's a sun. Well, today, there's a concept. Has, has anybody heard the term, if then? You've heard that? What does it mean? Yeah, the if, but if you didn't wear your coat and you went outside to play for an hour today, then you'd probably get cold. Would you agree with that? No. No? You'd probably get frozen. But that's the if then. If this, then that. I had never heard of that until I was in school on computers because the computers have an if then. But so do we. Each of us has an if. If we choose, like if you choose to disobey your mom and dad, then what's going to happen? Will you get in trouble? No. No? Uh, well, I have the yes over there. No. If you decide not to brush your teeth, are you going to have stinky breath all day? No. Probably. I well, but here's the thing. For you, now obviously you have parents and loved ones that try to guide you, but you get to choose the if. If you decide that you're going to do something that your parents or your guardian or want you to do, then you get the reward. If you decide that you're not going to do that, then what happens? You have the consequences. Now that is something that happens for everybody in this church. Everybody, everybody, everybody has an if-then. In the legal community, it is said you can do anything you want, but you have to be willing to pay the price. So every single day we get to choose. And the beauty of it is every single day we get to choose anew. Meaning, if we made a mistake one day, Say yesterday you didn't do so well, you were having a bad day. Does that mean you have to have a bad day tomorrow? No. What, what kind of day do you plan on having today? What kind of day do you plan on having? You don't know? What kind of day are you planning? A good day. 
How about you? Good, bad, don't know? A good day. You already said a good day. What about you? A good day, a bad day, don't know day? Don't know? Okay. How about you? A good day? Zach? Are you planning to have a good day? No. See, here's the thing. You get to choose. I remember once, me and my son were going to an arcade. Who likes arcades? You like arcades? Nobody out there likes arcades. I don't know about that. Probably spend too much money. But you know what? We were going to an arcade, and my son started saying some things and being really negative. And I told him, you know what? You can choose to have a bad time, but I'm choosing to have a good time. And a few moments later, he said, I'm choosing to have a good time. And guess what? We had a great time. But it was his own choice, his attitude, what he decided to do. So I'm going to ask all of you that every day make a choice. Make your choice that you're going to have a good day. And in the realm of the church, to follow Jesus, to be nice, to be kind to those that you can. And even when you have to say something that somebody doesn't want to hear, you can always do it with compassion. Can you do that? So, now, what, if you guys come to Sunday school and you come up and hear the sermon, what's the then? What happens? If you come, then what's behind you? What's behind you? Turn around. Suckers! Of course, you guys don't want suckers, do you? No? I didn't hear anybody say yes. Oh, okay. Oh, we forgot a prayer, though. Let's say a quick prayer. Okay. Dear Lord, please help us always choose to be good, to be happy, and to make the best of all of our life. Amen.
Dear Lord, please bless these tithes and all of our offerings of both our deeds, our funds, our prayers. Please help us and guide us in all things, especially in all the good that we are able to do with this, and please multiply it. Amen.
please join me in the scripture reading, Jonah 3.9. Who knows? God may relent and change his mind. He may turn from his fierce anger so that we do not perish. You know, I read that, and I have to admit, I grew up on the good news of the New Testament. And they said, gee, Tide, you get to give us a sermon on this. And I said, uh-oh. So I found a wonderful, classic Peanuts cartoon. And it has Lucy walking past Linus. And Linus has a snowball in his hand. And Lucy stops. She turns and she looks at Linus and she says, Life is full of choices. You may choose, if you so wish, to throw that snowball at me. You also may choose, if you so wish, not to throw that snowball at me. Now this is Lucy, so of course she raises her fist and goes, Now! If you choose to throw that snowball at me, I will pound you right into the ground. And then she walks away and says, if you choose not to throw that snowball at me, your head will be spared. And Linus throws the snowball aside and says, life is full of choices, but you never get any. I thought that was fitting. Jonah was granted well, was instructed to tell the city of Nineveh that they were going to be overcast, that they were going to be thrown down. And he went to the city, and they said it took three days to travel the entire city. So he's traveling, and word got to the king. And the king put on sackcloth, and as he says in the scripture, who knows, God may yet relent and with compassion, turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. You heard me tell the children, if then. The children have, if they choose this, then this will happen. Or at least we plan on things like that. But you know what? We have that also. Every single day, we have the option, if we choose, then what? At the beginning of church, it asked, who are we? Well, who are we? I mean, each individual, we can be a parent, we can be a sibling, we can be a son or a daughter, we can be a husband or a wife, any number of things. But I believe that that is the beginning of the question. Who are we? The question is, who do we want to be? Because if you choose who you want to be, then you get to make decisions on how to go about that. Are we the person that would say hurtful words to somebody? They may be true, but do we say the hurtful words or do we have a conversation with compassion and empathy and try to minimize the sorrow and pain that we give to others?
we always have choices. But does it align with who we are or does it align with who we want to be? And I tell people, if you don't have a plan, then you're planning to fail. What does that mean? It's rather simple. If you don't know who you want to be, then how can you make decisions to make sure that you become that person? It's not a matter of a simple choice. Sometimes it's incredibly difficult, but it's still our choice. We each get to lay the foundation of our life. And here's the beauty of it. Jesus told us, even if you've laid a foundation that is, say it's made of mud, it's not a good foundation at all, you can always change it. And you don't have to cast aside the building. When we look at buildings in our world and without the presence of Jesus, if the foundation is toast, then guess what? You have to take down the whole building because you can't rebuild it. But with Jesus, you can rebuild the foundation without destroying the house. You can build anew. It's not a, this is not an if-then. If you destroy the, the foundation, you destroy the building. No. Jesus told us that. The thief that was right next to him on the cross cried out and say, said, Jesus, think of me when you're in your kingdom. He had made a terrible foundation, hadn't he? But the foundation was made anew. We have that choice. We are people with free will. But like Lucy's warning, our choices have consequences. <laughs> we choose our path. It's ours and ours alone to choose. When God made us, he gave us free will, which is a wonderful thing and an incredible responsibility. And again, the beauty of the free will is, as I told the children, if you make a choice yesterday, that choice doesn't bind you forever. Sometimes you have to follow the consequences and it might be painful. That is true. But we have the ability to say, I am going to build anew. I remember when I was in the Navy, I literally was losing who I was. And, and I don't say that, you know, I knew... I knew physically who I was. Mentally, I was becoming very depressed. I was becoming very somebody I didn't like. I was becoming somebody I didn't want to be. For me, I started a journal. I remember writing in that journal once that something had happened, but I wasn't sure it could have been a dream, just to show you how far I was up. But it reinforced who I wanted to be and was I taking the steps to become that person? Because if, I'm not going, if I haven't decided who I want to be, I don't know which direction to go. But once I decide that, are we going to follow Jesus? Are we going to be good people? Are we going to be the person that doesn't say hurtful words because they're true, but we're going to say things with compassion, empathy, and hold people's hands even when they have to go through hard times? I believe that we 
as people, as a church, as a community, as a nation, we do not remain static. We are either moving forward or we're falling backwards. We can stay static for a little while, but we have to decide what we're going to do. In this church, we had a, a, a wonderful uh, church retreat, and they, what did they do? They, they said, here's some visions of what we should work on. Why is that? Because we're a work in progress. When Jesus calls us home, it doesn't mean we've, we've gotten to where Jesus is. It means that we're, we were a work in progress until that day. And until that very day, we can make our choices. But if we try to remain in one spot, if we try to say, here I am and I'm not moving again, we tend to find ourselves sliding backwards. So it's always in our preview to choose if we choose to be better today than we were yesterday, then we progress and move forward. Are we going to grasp our relationship with God? Are we going to try to move forward, not in just... And, and we can move forward in any number of ways. Obviously, our spiritual, in our careers, in our families. Today, I get to move forward and say, my daughter Tessa, today is her birthday. She has graduated from Eastern Michigan. She is taking her test to be a nurse. She has a job lined up. Now, this all sounds like her endeavors and her accomplishments, and they are. But as a father, I get to rejoice in them, and I get to build up from there also. As I said, who are we is the start of our question. Who do we want to be? How are we going to build that? How are we, what is the path we're going to take? If then. If we are this now, then how much more will we be tomorrow? With the guidance of the Holy Spirit, through our Savior, Jesus Christ, we can be so much. We are so much. But let us not ever take for granted the guidance that we have. For I know the Holy Spirit has guided me sometimes in paths that I did not expect or want at the time. But the path led me to where I am. But you have to listen. You have to have an open heart. You have to believe and you always have to strive. If we are this, then how much more will we be tomorrow? Amen and amen. I know, I'm a little quicker than uh, Pastor Mike, aren't I? <laughs> and that's okay. If you will join me in the closing hymn, Christ for the World. 568.
Please join me in the benediction. Look at us, O Lord, and let the darkness in our hearts vanish in the light of your loving gaze. Fill us with holy love for you and open for us the treasures of your wisdom. Turn your face to us and show us your glory. Let our longings be satisfied and our peace be complete. Amen and amen.